0: You're listening to the Sunday Session podcast with Francesca Rutkin from NewsTalk ZB. The death toll from the wildfires in Maui has reached 80. Fire crews continue work to contain three major fires and prevent flare-ups across the Hawaiian island. Expat Kiwi Campbell Farrell has lived in Maui for over 30 years. He has now he's joined the aid effort and he is with me now. Good morning, Campbell. Thanks so much for being with us.
1: You're welcome.
0: Talk me through what you were seeing on the ground. What is it like at the moment?
1: It's been evolving throughout the last three days. Early days, we were told to stand down and allow government to get in there and and bring help. Uh, It appeared decision-making and and quick response was was slow coming. So uh, we kind of pushed through, waiting for for, uh, permission, and just started taking supplies by the ocean. Uh, on, the, on the second day, we were given road access. I believe road access to supply trucks was a good idea, but they also led a lot of residents and other people back into the area, which caused problems. They were going in without specific goals in mind. They started wandering through the burn site. and um, caused all sorts of problems. Um, that led to disruption within the community that's over there. Lots and lots of supplies coming in. Some supplies, majorly over over supplied that that are just not necessary. But things like cooking oil, butane, propane, gasoline, they remain high on the list. Uh, we know that you know people are patient. They they don't ask for help. Some sit back and wait for the last minute. Some are still desperate. It's crazy. I, I don't know why the distributions that appear to be. Overflowing with with some supplies, still can't get the right supplies out to to the needy people. It's a bit of confusion, you know, that it seems like we're rallying hard and getting a lot of stuff there, but still many people missing out and um, feeling desperate.
0: Tell me more about how the locals are coping. I imagine they're still in shock.
1: A lot of people in shock. A lot of people starting to have really gravity hit on, on exactly what's gone down. Um, while eighty lives have been reported lost, we're, we're hearing numbers over five hundred, but not more than a thousand. There's supposed to be still thirteen hundred unaccounted for. Uh, we've heard many children have been lost. That we're starting to get reports that specific people are missing, and as those families find out, you know their their devastation setting in.
0: Campbell, where were you when the wildfires took hold?
1: Uh, I was on the North Shore. I'd been out on the water. I saw the fires start upcountry above my home. You know, there's still at least 30 homes up on Haleakala that were destroyed as well. I wasn't the only burn site on Maui. Uh, By far, Lahaina is is the worst location. But I saw those fires. I came home, and uh, my family were up there helping um, as a community fight the fires. Then at about eight o'clock at night, we heard of what was going on in Lahaina because we have friends on shortwave radio that were getting accurate, um, you know, radio coverage, and we knew by nine o'clock it was it was absolutely dire. Campbell is and your property.
0: Sorry, Campbell is your property. Okay.
1: Yeah, my property is fine. I'm I'm out on the North Shore. You know, n- nobody here feels like we're through the fire season. You know. Um, Uh, it's a risk for the whole island at at this time of year, but we're in a better position on the windward side because we've got a lot more green vegetation around us than than what Lahaina had.
0: Campbell, what impact is something like this going to have on Maui? What are the locals of Lahaina facing in the aftermath of this?
1: You know, it's very hard to sort of identify Obviously, there's going to be massive financial impact. It's a it's a tourist hub for Hawaii, Um, so a lot of revenue uh, is is gone, and all the surrounding hotels were were built around Lahaina as the center. Lahaina was the capital of Hawaii, you know, years years back. So it's a really historical town for Hawaiian people. You know, you're talking three generations of of Hawaiian families uh, that were living there we know a lot of elderly were caught in their homes um, i mean it's it's a it's a devastating loss for probably one of the most notable historic towns in, in in all of Hawaii
0: Campbell thank you so much for taking a moment to talk to us today i really appreciate it
1: yeah sorry to be here in this position and we appreciate everybody sending their love out here to to Maui and thank you and um you know, we just got our heads down doing the best we can. And we know a lot of people are praying.
0: Thank you so much. That was Campbell Farrell in Maui. For more from the Sunday session with Francesca Rodkin, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9 a.m. Sunday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.